Well, howdy, y'all. Welcome to part four of Hard Path to Gavel. Ringing out the towels, ringing out the rags. Oh, hey, Gil. How you doing, friend? Oh, I'm doing pretty good. Hey, wait a minute. Is this one of your mean pranks? Gil, no. I care about you. Oh, thanks. I really appreciate that. <laughs> In fact, you could say you're the only Gil I have left. What's that? Oh, uh, 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 you could say you're, uh, better than my, uh, friend, uh, Jeff. Oh, well, that's really nice. Thank you, friend. Yeah, friend. At least for the next 14 days. What? Oh, I, I, I said, uh, I, I would love a, uh, a whey, uh, protein shake. Oh, okay, yeah. I think I've got all the stuff for that. <laughs> That's right, Gil, because you are nothing but a dumb pawn in a game that you could never comprehend. Huh? Oh, oh yeah, I said, uh, that, that's, that's right, Gil, because you're nothing but a, uh, a dumb pawn in a, uh, a, a game that, uh, that you can never comprehend. Oh, shit. Anyway, it's getting late. What do you guys need? We want to know who the fuck these citizens that require immediately mandated enforcement are, and why do they want our jobs? They're just citizens who care about justice and law and order and want to make sure that everything in DFW is done correctly. Wait a minute. I have a right to see my accusers. It's habeas corpus or something in the Constitution. You're a lawyer. You know how this shit works. Who are these people? You could read the court filing. You, in fact, were in court today. I really don't have to do anything for you. You guys aren't my client. You guys can fuck off. <laughs> hey, 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 no need for that kind of language. Kip, do you have a dollar you can give her and then she'll have to be our lawyer? I think I saw one on a TV show. Yeah, I think I got a dollar in here. Hold on. He's rustling in his pockets. <laughs> the phone on her desk buzzes and she- Objection! She, she picks it up and she says, oh, that's fine. Yeah, I have time for an emergency appointment. Send them in. And she, she puts down the phone and she says- there isn't anything else. I actually have some important clients I need to meet. Uh, yeah, they're called us. Kip, throw the dollar at her. <laughs> okay, I do throw the dollar. It's all wadded up. Now you're our lawyer. Now you have to represent us and you can tell us everything because we have confidentiality or whatever. I saw it on a TV show. Boom. Checkmate, Miranda. <laughs> and Adrian Miranda picks up her phone and says, Oh, yeah, could you come in here? I need you to uh, take out the trash. Ugh! I hate this lawyer. Uh, you know, I was never really one for due process, and I'm going to try and push over the lion statue. Maybe destroy it on my way out, because I'm not a cop, so I have no consequences for my actions anymore. <laughs> okay, let's roll athletics then if you want to try okay. to push over granite. I would say these are very large. And I'm going to go for like the panther first, because it's badass. Okay. Are you just going to look like you're leaning against it, but you're no. pushing it with your I'm back. very clear. Uh, you know what? That's a good idea, though. Okay, you have to beat a four to do this. Okay, I've got a plus four, baby. You're going down, Panther. Yeah, yeah I got a six. <laughs> this is athletics, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Stop rolling. You've done enough. Please, please explain in great okay. detail how this uh, Panther just shatters. Trevor pushes on a large statue of a Panther. 
and he's straining really hard mm-hmm. and it takes like 25 seconds <laughs> as she's just watching and it falls over and hits the marble floor, takes a big chip out of it and breaks into a couple pieces that slide across the floor. Yeah. Were the stolen diamonds in there? Yeah. Is there a dead body in there? You don't see anything except stone. And the captain says, Trevor, what are you doing? She didn't ah. say that during the 25 seconds while you're trying to push it over. <laughs> and I'm being a vigilante. And Adrian Miranda says, are you going to pay for that? Nope. Bye. Enjoy your new client. Also, I'm your client, so you can't sue me. That's also a rule. I read it somewhere. Also, and- he doesn't have any money, so. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, you don't have to bring that up, Kip. Oh, yeah, well, I don't have any money, so screw you. If you don't have the money to pay for it, I guess I don't really have any option except to call the police. Uh... Kip says, She's, how are you going to call the police now? And he tries to pull the <laughs> phone's cord out of the wall, but he can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> the captain says, we need to get out of here. She could definitely call the police. I don't know what you were thinking this. I know, you're probably right. The last right. thing we really need to do now My is to get won't be able to call the police now. <laughs> and going, going, going. I try to yank the cord out of the wall again, but it doesn't work. <laughs> Kip, let's, let's just go. She's right. We're, we're really fucking up today. I'm sorry. And she's dialing the police. I'm looking forward to reading you your Miranda rights. Miranda. And fuck, she, wait, fuck, we gotta go. She called the cops. Let's go, guys. Holy shit. Yeah, she's calling the cops. <laughs> Come on, William Dandridge. Let's go. Is Dandridge there? <laughs> oh, no. Nice. <laughs> As you guys leave her office, the captain says, okay, we need to get out of here. I don't know what you were thinking. That's going to cause huge problems. I feel like we were on thin ice already. That is not going to help anything. I lost my money. I lost my job. I'm really just spinning wildly right now. I'm like a helicopter crashing. And I'll go in for a hug. But I assume she... Uh, <laughs> she ducks out of... She like, does like a jujitsu move. And- yeah, and she's like, Kip, can you please control your partner? He is out of control. Okay, yeah. Kip is wiping Trevor's face, his tears, away from his <laughs> cheeks. He got you, very yeah. emotional. The Thank very you. dirty, oily rag. I actually feel a lot better with the tear wiping. Out in the lobby, you see four men sitting in leather chairs, Mm -hmm. and you recognize them as the goons you guys fought outside of Bill Jablatos. The guys whose asses we just kicked? Mm -hmm. They're already conscious again? Wow. They're like, all look very, very hurt. Yes. And you guys walk out the door, and Adrian Miranda is behind you, and she says, oh, it's my emergency appointment. Come on in, guys. All right. Those guys look familiar, Trevor. Yeah, we just kicked their asses. I guess we need to lay low for a while. I don't know. Can we find some more criminals to vigilantly kick their ass? <laughs> I always feel good doing that. The captain says, yeah, but I don't know if that's uh, going to help us either. I, I mean. Right. Captain, you're smart. Come on. You know the deal. We're dumb. Yeah, let's Tell get out of here. Tell us what to do. You guys, let's get out of here, guys. Okay, yeah, let's let's head go, back go, down, go. This, down to the street. So this was the lawyer that was... Representing um, Nick Shepard. Nick Shepard. <laughs> hmm? hmm. Yeah, Kip is really thinking hard. His brow is all scrunched up and his face is all scrunched up. Don't hurt yourself. I don't know. If she's representing Nick Shepard, I bet she's represented other, you know, Weed 2.0 offenders. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. Those statues uh, didn't pay for themselves. Not with one client anyway. Except for the one I broke. It's a little weird <laughs> that uh, the citizens require immediately mandated enforcement. She represents them too. I think that's very weird, but I think it's even more weird that four random thugs that tried to attack us outside of a Bill Jablados could afford a lawyer like that. Yeah, that is weird. Oh, she set us up. And Kip's going to drink a little worry cheese. <laughs> <laughs> 
<sighs> Can I bogart some of that, buddy? Oh, yeah, man. <laughs> Whoa, easy, easy. <laughs> I said bogart. <laughs> he did say bogart. Yeah, that's true. It was only a 16 ounce or two. <sighs> well, I'm feeling better with 15 ounces of cheese protein in me. You guys are on the ground floor now. She's got to have some like files and shit in her secret crime, uh, you know. What, in the lobby? Lawyer, you know, somewhere, maybe. At that moment, you see some blue lights in the distance. Oh, shit. <laughs> get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's get out of here. Where do we go? Can we um, hail a cab? They still have yellow cabs. Um, The captain has a car. She oh, right. Dro- yeah. She drove you guys there. Sorry, Cap, but blood's up. Can't remember things. Uh, and we need to go right fucking now. Yeah, we, we need to get out of here now. And as soon as you walk outside, you notice a parked limo. And standing outside of the limo is a young driver holding a sign that says, Captain Murray. Interesting. The captain says, ooh, I don't know about this. What do you guys think? Uh, th- I mean, that's your name, right? You think it's the same Captain Murray? Yeah, yeah. No shit, but who would know I was here? What do you think we should do? Well, I mean, it's a fucking nice limo. And I haven't been in a limo in a while. It, I say we go. And we got to get out of here. And we got to get out of here. Okay. Let's do it. She walks up to the driver and he says, Captain Murray? She says, yeah. And he just opens the door. Cool. Uh, before we get in, I will pull my gun out and just rub it down the side of his face and be like, <laughs> don't try any funny stuff, motherfucker. Because this shoots straight through that glass that you think is bulletproof. Okay. <laughs> And then I'll get in the car. And in the limo. Yeah, don't try nothing. And I wipe my hand across his face too, but there's still some cheese on there and it gets cheese on his face. Yeah, so he looks completely terrified. Yeah. And he runs around to the front of the car. That's right. PTS, drive us now. (laughs) And Kip's like, vigilante justice. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah, vigilante justice. And I'll wave the gun at him. (laughs) And I'll say to Cap, like, hey, I think we're good. He's not going to try any funny stuff. We just scared the shit out of him. And the captain says, okay, well, I don't know if that was necessary, but um, I guess we're just being careful. (laughs) Yeah, that's one word for it. (laughs) Anywho, where are we going today, driver? And Cheese face? (laughs) The driver looks back and he still looks very worried and he says, I'm taking you to Judge Pavlonis' house. Hmm. Judge Pavilonis. Judge Pavilonis wanted you guys over for dinner. Oh, I could eat. I could totally eat. Always need some more protein for my muscles. Trevor is checking for gas tubes to make sure we're not about to be gassed because I'm starting to get nervous. Okay, roll investigation. Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. I got, hang on. I have a, I have a plus one investigate. So I got a four. You very casually check out the back of the limo and as far as you can tell, it's just a normal limo. Nothing suspicious. Okay. No gas I've been tubes. in a lot of limos, and I've also been in too many limos with gas tubes. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, everything checks it's out. It's clear. It's clear. We're good, guys. After about 45 minutes of driving away from DFW, the limo pulls up to a large set of iron gates. On the gates, it says, Pavilonis. Man, look um, at this place. I bet he has great snacks. <laughs> and the gates slowly open. They're motorized. Ooh. And as you drive through, <laughs> on the inside of the wall, you can see two armed guards waving you guys in. These look like big boys. Uh, are their shirts tucked in? Uh, no, they're wearing tactical gear. Mm. 
It's always hard to tell when they're wearing tactical gear. Yeah, the, the vest is covering whether or not they have their shirts tucked in. Damn it. Now I don't know if I can just blow their heads off if it comes down to it. Anyway, let's go eat dinner. <laughs> the captain says, please, guys, we're just going to dinner. There's no reason to blow anyone's heads off. Maybe. Not yet. We'll see. <laughs> the limo pulls up near the front door. It's like a big circular yeah. driveway that goes up around a, a nice big garden. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Right. Huge columns. And the driver comes around and opens the door and lets you guys out. Thank you. I didn't get your name and I don't need it because you're a limo driver and I'm very rich and I know how this works. But anyway, sorry about the whole gun rubbing face thing. And I'll actually rub the gun on his face again (laughs) while I'm saying that and be like, fuck, sorry. But anyway, that's what I'm sorry about. Thank you for not gassing us on the way here. You seem like a nice kid. And uh, I will bring you a to-go box. I'm assuming you're waiting till we're finished. Oh, yeah, I I work all night. And no problem about the gun rubbing, sir. I understand you're a very busy and rich man. And he holds his hand out. Uh, I will be be like, yes, I am. And I will use the gun to just point it into his (laughs) hand and be like, I am very busy. And I have to go get back to police business, which doesn't pay that well. But I will get you on my way out. He looks dejected and he kind of grumbles and goes around, gets back in the car. Hey, limo driver's kind of an asshole. (laughs) (laughs) And the the captain says, yeah, he's he's a real asshole. (laughs) Thank you. All right. So, yeah. How does this place look? Tons of these, tons of armed guards everywhere? Um, You see a couple. I mean, you saw some out by the gate. There's one standing near the door. Well, if you only see a couple. (laughs) Yeah. There's a lot more. There's, There's hundreds more in the walls. And you can see a very fancy butler wearing a tuxedo, and he opens the door for you guys. All right. Kip is going to loosen his belt. (laughs) He's not wearing a belt. Jared is also loosening his belt. (laughs) (laughs) Ready to eat this this scene up. (laughs) (laughs) To chew it. (laughs) And you guys, uh, what do you guys do? Um... I guess I'll be like, hey, Butler, what's up? Do you have a $100 bill that I can have right now? He says, but of course, sir. Thank you. You know what? Just go ahead. No, never mind. Give it to me. He gives it to you. Thank you. And I will rip it in half. And I will take the uh, half out to the driver and be like, boom, there you go, buddy. Good as new. Just take it to a bank and they'll restore it. And then I will go back up to the butler and give him the other half and be like, good as new. Just take it to a bank and they'll restore it. The captain looks at you and she whispers, are you running low-level grifts on these people? I don't understand. I did some undercover work and I played a poor person, so I learned a few tricks, okay? Don't worry about okay. it. Okay. Now, now all the service people are happy. Okay. <laughs> They'll restore it. <laughs> <laughs> the butler looks confused, but he doesn't say anything. I want to ask him, where's the spread, That's man? Butler. The butler says, Oh, in, inside, in the dining room, sir. Where's the host? Where's, where's Pavy Pav? He's waiting inside for you. He's not armed, is he? Judge Pavilonis? Um, yes. The host. Um, I, I wouldn't know, sir. Okay, because if he is, I'm also armed, and I would give him a gun rub right on the side of his face. <laughs> <laughs> he says, oh, sir, please, please leave your guns at the door. Uh, no. Okay, so which room is he in? (laughs) 
he's just still holding the front door open. He says, "If you if you come inside, I can." Oh, okay. We haven't gone inside yet. Yeah. Okay. You guys I will step lead the over way, the. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When you step inside, you can see Judge Pavolonis pacing back and forth, waiting for you guys to finish up outside and come inside so he can say hello. And he walks over to you guys and he says, "Captain Murray, pleasure to see you again." Kip, Trevor, welcome to my estate. Officer oh, Steel, thanks, please. dude. Normally, I wouldn't ever invite witnesses to my house for dinner. That would be improper, but that case is over. So, please, come inside and we're going to have a great dinner. Well, yeah. Like you know, usually people give me dinner before they fuck me, Judge. So, why don't you explain... Why the case is over, and why the fuck I don't have a badge right now. Trevor, you're going to fuck up our dinner. I am pretty hungry. We can talk about this at the dinner table. Yeah. (laughs) And he says, (laughs) please, please, please. I'll explain everything over dinner. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds good, Judge P. (laughs) (laughs) You guys go, and um, (laughs) he starts leading you guys to the dining room, and you can see... A large dining room table, set totally fancy style. I like, wow. I like dinner, but I don't like this, Spick and Span. <laughs> oh, God, Kip. <sighs> it's very clean. It doesn't need any cleaning, okay? Trust me, this is fucking beautiful. Yeah, but isn't it a little suspicious to you? I mean, there's no such thing as a free meal, right? I mean, unless you eat a free meal out of the dumpster <laughs> behind the Chinese restaurant. <laughs> At the end of the day, they throw everything out. Hey, it's awesome. You still pay for that. Because you're eating out of a dumpster. But that's a psychic cost. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. That's, no, that's, that's a good deep. point. That's deep. <laughs> yeah, I've gotten pretty deep since I uh, don't have as much money anymore. I've even thought about buying a philosophy book, but I don't have any money. So, whatever. Anyway. So, what's uh, what's on the spread, Judge P? <laughs> so, he takes a seat and you can see there's already servers bringing out food. Where are we sitting around this table? How many seats are there? Are there other people here? You're the only people there? I mean, it's not like insanely large. Let's say it's like a table that's 10 feet long. It's a pretty big table. It's but really it's, cool when it's like a 30-person table or whatever, and yeah, somebody's like, sitting at one end, like Batman. and then the other person's sitting way at the other end. Yeah, from mm-hmm. the, like the first Batman or whatever. And we can do that. It can be a huge table. Let's make it a huge table. Yeah, is it like a power play <laughs> thing? It's, a, it's definitely a huge table that's like 40 <laughs> feet long. I, and he sits at the head on one side. I, I, I will like break off from the group like as he's going to that end, just like clearly. And, you know, he'll just look at me like, um, okay. And I'll be like, um, okay. And I'll kind of try and fight him for the head of the table. <laughs> like, oh, oh, I'm sorry. Is this your seat? I, I was just going to sit here. Because I know your fucking power play move, Judge P. <laughs> he says, trust me, this is my house. No power play needed. Okay. And he sits at the head of the table. Unless uh, you're you're really trying to fight him over it. No, no, no. I got some power plays of my own. I'll just be like, oh, that's fine. I'm, I'm sorry, sorry. It's your house. I will pick up the salt that's right in front of him and be like, this is a nice salt shaker. And I'll put it back down. And then I will slowly walk back to the other <laughs> end of the table, sit down and be like, hey, Judge Pete, could you uh, pass the salt, please? He rings a little bell <laughs> and the butler comes and gets the salt and brings it down to you. <laughs> Thank you. Before Kip sits down, he wants to check the seat for a whoopee cushion. <laughs> There's no whoopee cushion. Okay. No, I think we yeah. might be safe. <laughs> okay. So, where are you guys sitting? Uh, I'm at the other head of the table, definitely. Okay. Yeah, I'll sit to Trevor's right. So, you guys are on the far end from Judge Pavolonis. He, uh, the captain 
tries to sit between you guys and Pavlona. So she's like on one side, like halfway down. Like 15 feet from us and 15 feet from uh, Judge Pete. Okay. Yeah. Cool. And there's all sorts of food being brought out. I don't know what kind of food you guys would think would be at such a fancy dinner. Quail. Definitely quail. Caviar. Yeah. (laughs) Some kind of like weird animal. On a big silver platter. Like in a bed of vegetables that was like cooked on. (laughs) And some weird vegetable in its mouth too, you know? But it's like looks... Terrified. Terrified. (laughs) It's just like an entire kangaroo. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Stretched out. (laughs) Oh, wow. Ah, the roux is ready. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like three or four butlers are carrying it in. And one of them like pulls the the lid off of the big silver platter. (laughs) And steam comes out. Crikey. Yeah. It's good looking roux. It smells delicious. So, you're probably wondering why I invited you to dinner tonight. Is he saying this while one of the servants is like cutting one of the legs off of the kangaroo? Yeah. yeah. And then he just just opens his mouth. (laughs) And like the butler, like like a tiny little fork, like gently puts a bite in his mouth. (laughs) And he he closes his mouth. Uh, yeah. Actually, I was wondering why you uh, took our jobs, but I am also wondering, and I will open my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> there's a there's another servant that comes up and will feed you too. <laughs> there's a servant standing next to each of you. Yeah. Delicious. Thank you. Um, and I will also wondering, yeah, why you asked us to dinner tonight. And Kip is going to open his mouth. Room meat goes right in a little a little silver fork. <laughs> he says without closing his mouth more. <laughs> they just load it up. Kip, 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 kip. just loads it Look, up. You put your lips over your top teeth and you expose your bottom teeth when you want another bite. That's how it works. <laughs> Judge Pavlonis is nodding. <laughs> he, he, does, he doesn't know. He's, he's nodding at you and smiling and he bears his, his lower teeth. And food goes in. And the captain's also trying to follow along. Yeah. Everyone's getting some delicious <laughs> roux. This is good roux. Uh, you can tell it's from Australia. Well, I find that the Texas roux is a stringier animal and it has a totally different flavor when it's, nodding. when it's not raised on <laughs> natural, local eucalyptus. That's true. I, I'm, I'm, I'm saying this through a mouthful of roux. Uh, Joe, yeah, no, he's right about that. Yeah, uh, the, the stringy uh, Texas uh, roux sucks. They're better at boxing, though. They have, like, <laughs> string, the stringy muscles, like, make them good at boxing, which is a lot of fun to do. He, he laughs. He's like, <laughs> very true. Much scrappier opponent. Indeed. Hey, Judge, by the way, my muscles are pretty stringy, so why don't we get down to business? <laughs> That's one of the things I like about you, Mr. Steele. Thank you. Direct to the point, in addition to just knowing how to appreciate the finer things in life. Yep. And I will very... Without breaking eye contact with Judge P, bare my bottom teeth and open my mouth really wide for another big hunk of roux. When Judge Pavlona says the finer things in life, he gestures around the room. And do either of you have a fine art skill? Um, no, but we can do a check for it. Okay. He gestures to some art on the wall. And then you can notice that the room is full of paintings. Oh, cool. And one of you can roll. Okay, arts. so Kip's going to squint and say, oh, is that a... Uh, uh, Let's see if he gets it right. No, he got a negative one. (laughs) Is that a uh, Gary Larson? (laughs) (laughs) 
Judge Pavlonis laughs. <laughs> no, 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 it's not a Gary Larson. These are Keith Gala's. Keith Gala, DFW's most famous painter, one of the most successful painters of all time. Oh, right. I mean, he invented DFW-style art. And another thing that I really appreciate about the work you all did on the task force, Captain Murray. We do on the task force. You guys did great work. We do great work. It's that I appreciate that you respect justice and the rule of law and order. These are all very important things. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. It's a noble goal. And you can slave at it your entire life and still not become super rich. <laughs> it truly really sucks. <laughs> that is a tragedy, Judge. But what, what the fuck are you talking about? You all have such incredible talents. I do. I mean, you're <laughs> stylish, intelligent, strong, fearless. I was just curious if you guys have thought about using those skills and trying to find a new employer. Technically, right now, I don't have jobs. And it's technically true. And I know that it's hard out there as a vigilante. <laughs> it's not that hard. We're really good at it, actually. <laughs> it's not that much different than working for the task force. <laughs> yeah. I heard something interesting on the police scanner earlier, and it sounds like the police were called out to a disturbance at Adrian Miranda's office, and there's a warrant out for your arrest. Oh, wait, our arrest? Yes. Because they, hey, hey, hang on. Because they should be reading her, her Miranda rights. <laughs> oh, 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 my. Oh. Oh. That's pretty good. Did you think that up right now at dinner I, with me? I, yes, I did. Oh. Oh, 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 oh my. Oh. Yeah, it's a good joke. Thank you. Thank oh, you. Oh, my heavens. <laughs> what an original and hilarious joke. Thank you. I know. Oh. Uh, Judge P guy's all right. You are great. You are great. Thank you. I don't know. Should we work for this guy? Kip is rolling his eyes. (laughs) No, no, no. Don't do that. That's when they bring dessert. You want to (laughs) wait. (laughs) (laughs) I just feel like you guys bring a lot to the table. It's criminal that this happened and you guys aren't employed. It's ridiculous that you guys can't do what you do best. You really know how to butter up a kangaroo there, Judge. (laughs) I'll drink to that. And he blicks twice. <laughs> and somebody like squeezes a leather bag of wine into his mouth. <laughs> Working for the city just doesn't pay well enough. I know of an employer that has almost unlimited resources. Is it my daddy? Oh no, no, no. I don't I don't think so. I actually don't know exactly who they are. That'd be a hell of a twist. Some people probably think of them as cartoonish villains, but they're not. They're in favor of order and control, just like we are. But unlike Mayor Rafelson, they actually have a plan. And they're actually capable of bringing order to the city. The future is coming to DFW. We, we can't stop that. Yeah, no that's one how can... time works. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. It'd be foolish to try to stop it. What you can do is do whatever it takes to have some control over that future. You have to be at the forefront. You have to be making decisions. You have to have control over what the future looks like. And I want the future of DFW to continue being a place where we can exist. People like us can be in charge and eat these great meals. Does that sound so bad? Uh, 
let me explain to you how time works, judge. And I'm going to stand up and I'm going to walk to the middle of the table where the roux is. And I'm going to walk up to the big uh, pile of roux and I'm going to ask the servant to, uh, excuse me, I need to make a demonstration. So, okay, there's point A and there's point B, right? And that's time, okay? And this roux, and I'll just grab a big handful of roux and be like, is justice, okay? And justice happens in the present and in the future, kind of like how point B is your face, and I'm going to throw it right at his face, a big hunk of roux. (laughs) Be like, do you get that? Do you understand how that works? Because I'm not buying your bullshit, you rich asshole judge fucker. Give me my badge back. (laughs) Okay. The hunk of roux. The hunk uh, of justice. The hunk of roux hits Judge Pavlonis in the face, and he just sits there, and the servant wipes it off his face. (laughs) See? That's how time works. And in the real world, we have to clean our own fucking faces off. Well, not really. But I've had to learn a lot about that recently. And you can't just have servants and people do shit for you. Yeah, sometimes you got to clean some toilets off, right, Spick and Span? Yeah, you know what? Fucking A. I am Spick and Span, and I clean the fuck out of toilets, and I'm going to clean the fuck out of your dirty crimes, you fucker. (laughs) And not because I'm a servant. I'm going to clean you, all of you up, like you are the gross brew on society's face. (laughs) Because I'm a servant to the people. You're the stringy kangaroo that needs to be boxed (laughs) into submission. (laughs) Wow, a wealthy asshole's dinner party. Real fucking exciting. You know, I'm pretty sure I almost fell asleep for a few minutes there. Not that it would have fucking mattered, you know, because it was so fucking boring. Um, hey, could I ask you for a favor? Oh, God, fuck. It better be interesting. Well, actually, it's a little embarrassing. Uh, Ugh, fucking whatever. I'm sure it's more interesting than that boring-ass episode. Hit me. For the last few weeks, accidentally, I've somehow been getting locked in here every night, and I've had to sleep on the pool table. (laughs) Oh, oh, no. Uh, how how very weird and accidental. Yeah, so, uh, I was just wondering if you could maybe hold the door open for me tonight? (laughs) Yeah, man. No sweat and most depth. First, let me grab something outside real quick, and I'll be right back. Sure, no problem. Oh, man, it's going to be so nice sleeping in my own bed tonight. Hey, Gil! Your head! Corner pocket! He <laughs> said you're going to sleep on a pool table again. Please, please, aren't you going to let me out? Goddamn, Gil. It'd be a pretty shitty prank if I let you out now, wouldn't it? See y'all next week!